Happy Monday, world. We're here with another episode of the Storm Chaser Improv Podcast Show, where we talk about improv art and creativity. I am Travis Lincoln Cox, and today, my good friend, Andrew Pish, maybe you've heard of him, devastatingly handsome, talented, smart, not quite as tall as me, but still a respectable height, and as you'll hear in this podcast, profound and insightful. Today, Andrew adds to our Storm Chaserology collection with a great episode about growth mindset. Inspired greatly by Carol Dweck, Andrew talks about the differences between a growth mindset and a fixed mindset, and how they apply to our lives and specifically to our improv. It's incredible advice for all of us, and when applied, will help us all to let go, have fun, celebrate and learn from our failures, free ourselves from the expectations of others, and ultimately enjoy the battle between our shadow selves sent from an alternate dimension and ourselves in this dimension. You know, normal improv stuff. I was particularly moved by Andrew's definition of success. So keep an ear out for that and enjoy this episode of Storm Chaserology. You're listening to the Storm Chaser Improv Podcast Show. Hey, y'all. I want to talk about the mindset we bring to improv. Our mindset being the beliefs we have about improv in general, about ourselves as an improviser, and about what it takes to find success in improv. Why? Because I know from personal experience that it's easy to get caught in an unhelpful mindset where you're comparing yourself to other funny improvisers or someone tells you you're funny and then you're more worried about maintaining their opinion of you and you find yourself scared to make strong choices on stage. I can quickly become my own worst enemy, like a shadow version of myself that I have to defeat in a mirror world, like a like a cool mirror fantasy world where like everything's the same, but it's like different. Anyways, wouldn't you rather be consistently inspired to make strong choices and to grow as a unique individual artist? Well, friends, Psychologist Carol Dweck offers us a sweet, sweet solution called Growth Mindset. On this episode, first I'm going to talk about how improv has something called disguised virtuosity, which makes it inherently difficult for people watching improv to see what's skillful. Then I'm going to cover the difference between growth mindset and the opposite, which is called fixed mindset. Then I'll cover some specifics of how to take on a growth mindset. And lastly, I'll provide a counterpoint that I think would be helpful so that you don't leave this episode a stone-cold, joyless, growth mindset robot. So, first up, what is disguised virtuosity and how does it apply to improv? Not everyone is acquainted with the craft of improv, what it takes to be skillful. And not everyone knows what skillful improv looks like when it's done well. And on top of that, Skilled, masterful improvisers get up on stage and make it look effortless. To the untrained eye, their listening, relationships, use of space work, dreaming, heightening, and everything else that makes improv great is hidden. Their skill is hidden. Their virtuosity is disguised. Now, improv isn't the only craft that has an element of disguised virtuosity. Many other artistic crafts are the same way. Great actresses make acting look effortless and easy, like someone just living their life. But their relaxation, interpretation of character, and emotional specificity, among many other things, 
can easily go unnoticed. I know for me, even though I'm well acquainted with the craft of improv, it's easy for me to fall into the trap of watching a talented improviser glide through a show while they're effortlessly getting laughs from the audience and forgetting that it's their craft that has led to this moment. It's easy for me to regress and compare myself to them and feel less than thinking, ugh, they're just funnier than I am. That's what you would call a fixed mindset. Now, growth mindset and fixed mindset were terms coined by psychologist Carol Dweck, which she talks about at length in her book, Mindset, The New Psychology of Success. She defines them both as such, quote, in a fixed mindset, students believe their basic abilities, their intelligence, their talents are just fixed traits. They have a certain amount and that's that. And then their goal becomes to look smart all the time and never look dumb. In a growth mindset, students understand that their talents and abilities can be developed through effort, good teaching, and persistence. They don't necessarily think that everyone's the same or anyone can be Einstein, but they believe everyone can get smarter if they work at it." End quote. In improv, if you are showing up to an improv show to prove yourself as funny, you're showing up with a fixed mindset and setting yourself and your team up for failure. It's an entirely different thing to show up to perform skillful improv and desire to learn from your experience. This is growth mindset. Improv doesn't exist to help you show off. It's a form of theater that has a specific craft that can be learned. Performing improv with a growth mindset is to play from your craft with the humble hunger to learn as much as possible and to utilize the skills you've developed to create enjoyable theater. So, what are some of the specific dangers of having a fixed mindset? With a fixed mindset, you identify more with your ability than your work ethic and capacity to grow. When people compliment you after a show, you could start to identify with those people's compliments. And as Carol Dweck points out, believing that your qualities are carved in stone, the fixed mindset creates an urgency to prove yourself over and over. As composer Adam Gettle puts it, quote, I wish I could just have fun and relax and not have the responsibility of that potential to be some kind of great man, end quote. The burden of identifying with your talent kills enjoyment, which is essential to improv. With a fixed mindset, if you don't prove yourself to be funny in a show, but instead fall short of your expectations, you think your failure is a critique of your inherent ability, which is fixed and can't be improved. How depressing. But it doesn't have to be, because that's not really true. With a growth mindset, you could get curious about what you can do differently next time and try to find ways to improve. Humans are learners, and all great advancements in society have been achieved through learning. But with a fixed mindset, in a show, you could stop trusting your impulses because your fear of not being funny is too great. And when your fear of not being funny is too great, you'll get less opportunities to play and you have less opportunities to grow. With a growth mindset, you realize that every failure is an opportunity to learn and grow. This is also important for your team. If you're on a team with a fixed mindset, you won't be able to have open and honest discussions about how to get better. You'll be stuck in a battle of egos which is way less exciting than fighting your shadow self in a mirror world. Carol Dweck puts it this way. 
People with the growth mindset hoped for a different kind of partner. They said their ideal mate was someone who would see their faults and help them to work on them, challenge them to become a better person, encourage them to learn new things. Certainly, they didn't want people who would pick on them or undermine their self-esteem, but they did want people who would foster their development. They didn't assume they were fully evolved, flawless beings who had nothing more to learn. Look, society does not put us in a good place. We live in a country of standardized tests, which society says measure a person's intelligence. But tests only tell you where you are at one point in time, not your potential to learn and not your potential to do differently later in the day. It's the same with improv shows. Your success or failure in one moment does not say anything about your potential to grow or maybe even do better after you've had some food. So because we live in this kind of environment, it's important to discuss this in detail. Benjamin Barber, a political theorist, once said, I don't divide the world into the weak and the strong or the successes and the failures. I divide the world into the learners and non-learners. So, how can we adopt a growth mindset? Well, to start, we need to talk about our idea of what success is in improv. With growth mindset, you are successful every time you learn. Every new insight is a new victory. But with fixed mindset, you are only successful as long as your abilities are validated, only when you win. And even the best improvisers lose and fail often. So let's first define success as learning from our experience. So how do we learn? One thing I know that can help is to heal painful moments from our past that stick with us. Did we bomb a show? Did we overhear someone saying that we weren't funny? Carol Dweck describes the technique to reevaluate such moments in her book. Quote, is there something in your past that you think measured you? A test score, a dishonest or callous action, being fired from a job, being rejected? Focus on that thing. Feel all the emotions that go with it. Now put it in a growth mindset perspective. Look honestly at your role in it, but understand that it doesn't define your intelligence or personality. Instead, ask, what did I or can I learn from that experience? How can I use it as a basis for growth? Carry that with you instead." End quote. This technique can help you turn some of your painful memories into the foundation of your future growth. Another thing we can do to adopt a growth mindset is to let go of comparing ourselves to others and instead refocus ourselves on growing. Allen Iverson has this incredible quote, I don't train hard to be better than you. I train hard to be better than me yesterday. Comparison can drain our process of joy as we compare ourselves to someone else. We have no idea how they got to where they are, but we still make a bunch of assumptions. This can be a huge block to our improvement. Take another quote from Carol Dweck. She says, Think of times other people outdid you and you just assumed they were smarter or more talented. Now consider the idea that they just used different strategies, taught themselves more, practiced harder, and worked their way through obstacles. You can do that too, if you want to. 
My last tip to adopt a growth mindset is that we have to let go of other people's opinions of us, and in general, people-pleasing. We have to let go of wanting to be considered funny. If we truly replace this with growth mindset, that can give us all the confidence we need. The fear of being judged and being rejected is one of the quickest ways to block your growth. I love this quote, don't let other people's compliments go to your head and don't let their criticisms go to your heart. The degree to which you do either of these things is the degree to which you'll be ruled by what other people think of you. Ugh, who wants to be ruled by what other people think of them? When people compliment you, when they critique you, the only thing that tells you is where that person is at that moment in time, nothing else. You don't know what their opinions are about improv, what they saw on the show that made them say what they said, or why they're even talking to you. Maybe they're hangry and the world is all garbage. Maybe they just won the lottery and are complimenting everyone around them with reckless abandon. When people make a comment on your inherent ability, it can be nice or it can be extremely painful to hear. But in the end, it's one of the worst ways to analyze how you're growing. And yet it can be so easy when someone's like, oh, Andrew, you're so funny. And I'm like, oh, tell me more, kind stranger. And they're like, a U.S.-backed group known as the Contras was formed in 1981 to overthrow the Sandinista government and was funded and trained by the CIA. And I'm like, get out of here with your communist propaganda. So, divorce yourself from other people's opinions and place your confidence on the solid foundation of your ability to learn and grow. Great. So we've talked about disguised virtuosity in improv, growth mindset, fixed mindset, how to learn from our failures, and why we should let go of comparison and let go of people-pleasing. Unless we want to get into a detailed discussion of how Reaganist policies affected South America in the 80s. Now, I understand how this can make the whole idea of performing comedy and improv dry and robotic. And for this kind of theater, we have to understand that we have to be flexible and bring relaxation and joy to the process. Author Gabrielle Bernstein puts it this way. I can honestly say that the reason I won was because my energy was surrendered, my focus was on having fun, and I didn't care about the outcome. I just enjoyed the process. So when it comes time to perform, remember that sometimes you need to let go and relax to be able to put your best foot forward. Don't stop having fun because you are trying to grow so hard. I got the best growth mindset. I wrote this episode because it was what I needed to hear. Over the years, I've been extremely hard on myself. There's been many points where I've wallowed in a fixed mindset and found no relief from my own critical thoughts. And for a long time, that was the only way I thought I was going to get better. But now I see that I was wrong. I hope that you can find more peace on your path. I hope you can be kinder to yourself. I hope you can celebrate your growth and be excited to learn from your failures because that will be the greatest measure of your success. If you want to learn more about growth mindset, you can pick up a copy of Carol Dweck's book, Growth Mindset, The New Psychology of Success. 
Now go fight your shadow self in the mirror world before they find a way into your dimension and and kidnap your family. Just because we say it every episode doesn't mean we don't mean it. Thank you for listening to the Storm Chaser Improv Podcast Show. We genuinely appreciate it. We love you. And hey, if all goes according to plan, we'll be back here next week with another episode. And I think it's going to be a good one. Hey, before you go, don't forget to subscribe and or follow. And I hate to pull this card, but my birthday is coming up in a couple of weeks. And the only thing I want is for you to leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. It's all I want. Oh, and you can connect with us on Instagram at StormChaserImprov and our website, www.StormChaserImprov.com. And we're doing live shows every other Wednesday on Facebook at Facebook.com backslash StormChaserImprov. And if you want an invite to that show on our Zoom for a pre and post show hangout, send us a DM and we'll get you taken care of. We'd love to see you. That's all for me. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to the Storm Chaser Improv Podcast Show.